girls. Mean girls interrupted. Mean girls interrupted. We are girls who are mean and we're <laughs> interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually not mean. Uh, so if you guys want to know, uh, this podcast is called Mean Girls Interrupted because it is uh, it's a mashup between two movies, which you'll notice our titles are the same. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, yeah. So why are you here? You're here to listen to us, which are me, John and me, Travis. And we're going to review a movie for you today. We're going to ruin you know the what? movie, too. But if you haven't seen this, this movie came out in 1988. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, uh, whatever. Uh, but John, I've somehow managed since 1988 true, to true. A, never watch this and also have no clue what it's about. Yeah, I mean, that was the same for me, but I did know throughout the years that it was uh, has like a Christmas theme to it. And because the holidays are around the corner, I also heard that, too. And I was like, is it a Christmas movie? The debate is out there. But, John, what say you? Do you think it's a Christmas movie? Oh, there's no debate. It's fully a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie, but in the weirdest, but also like most slightly amazing way. Yeah, it is arbitrary, yeah. but also what's weird is they said this is all over this movie. Tone, they set the tone that it's Christmas. And the whole time I was watching, it, I was like, there's people dying. But like jingle all the way, bitch. Yeah, like I exactly. couldn't get it out of my head. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's also so what we're talking about is the movie Die Hard. If you haven't caught up yet, if you haven't. I don't know how John in my entire life we've gone 30 plus years. I'm not going to age myself. You can go back I mean, and listen to how old I am. You know what I have seen? I have seen. I saw Die Hard with a Vengeance. I have not seen a single Die Hard movie up until I I've watched seen this. every other Die Hard. You have except for the except for the original Die Hard. John, I've never seen one of them. And here's why. Because. I'm a gay person and I yes. burned through the Wizard of Oz. I have a thing. I, I literally burned Very through tapes of the Wizard of Oz, hard. you guys. When I was a child, yeah. my grandmother, she was a great person. She bought me Wizard of Oz Barbies. I had Barbies, everyone. And I'm sure my parents hated it. But guess what? I had the Wicked Witch and I had Dorothy Gale. So come for me, whores, because I loved that movie and I was not going to be into Die Hard ever. No, no, I'm not into action. I like no, but gay you know stuff. What, around, but we were children of the of the mid to late 90s. We were in our childhood in the 90s. We were. We were 90s and children. Yes. Yeah, so all which was like this renaissance of of action movies that were like in the vein of Die Hard. Which, so Die Hard comes out and is a super huge blockbuster in 1988. So of course, Hollywood's going to continue that trend throughout the nineties and throughout and it forever. Was, yeah. Like true lies came out whenever we were kids. Which is wild because John, I love true lies, but only because Jamie Lee Curtis is like a queer icon, I think. Yeah. And like, so, and as like a little gay kid, we've talked about we this have, before. I, I was, I was in it for Jamie Lee Me Curtis. Me too. I loved it. This Die Hard doesn't really have a Jamie Lee Curtis element to it. No, it has a Bruce um, Willis who, by the way, is like daddy. That was that was going on. I think that was like his thing. John, at this he is point daddy in, in this movie. And I was like, OK, because he's not like, yeah, sure. Like he's like an attractive human, but he's like an every person attractiveness like Daisy Edgar Jones. Honestly. <laughs> You have to get that every person attractiveness. And like, it's not like he's like the most buff built ripped thing in the world. No, but he has a hot body. <laughs> he still has a hot body. He's not like ripped. He's not like your Hollywood ripped hot body. He's like right, right. normal, like someone who's a construction worker who goes home and drinks like eight beers before bed. Yeah. And I think that's what was like great casting. Cause like that was the point. John, he, you know what I mean? Yes. And he. I've never. Like Bruce uh -huh. Willis, I've never really been into a movie Bruce Willis is in except for The Sixth Sense. I don't know anything else he's been in. I could not yeah. tell you anything else he's yeah. been in. I mean, I'm, lots of things. I know but, he's been I in mean, everything, but also yeah. nothing for me. Right, right. Nothing that was like in your market. I wasn't like, 
oh, a new Bruce Willis movie is coming out. Let me go watch that. Do you yeah, get and, I mean? or, like, or he pops up in things that you were already going to see anyway, like um, uh, a Quentin Tarantino's uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, right. <laughs> he plays the boxer right. in there. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so Die Hard is definitely Bruce Willis's giant blockbuster franchise. It does <clears throat> belong to him. It belongs to him. John McClane is Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis is John McClane. Oh, right. And you know who else Bruce Willis is? Corbin Dallas. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's Fifth Element. Oh, my God. I fucking forgot. John. Which, while I was watching this movie, I was like, there are so many nods to Die Hard in the Fifth Element with, like, the tank top. John, how the hell could I forget? Okay. Reset. Because the Fifth Element is an amazing movie. It it is an amazing movie and it's an action movie and then whenever it really science, starts to get, fiction action which dude yeah I'm here for that because you can and you have the Mia Jovovich yes. who is that it, it hooks in your 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 queers who love movies who by the way that's when I fell in love with her I said who is this orange haired mm-hmm. skank I'm here You're for like, her where did she arrive up to in that strappy iconic sh- number John. She's like the hottest mummy. Yeah, she's out here ever. serving it, dude. Uh, she is. I think people still do that for Halloween. They do. Why wouldn't they? Her poison yeah. ivy. I mean, they're iconic queer characters. Yeah, and I think there's like a ten-year uh, time difference between Die Hard and Fifth Element. Is there? So good for Bruce Willis, like maintaining that action hero thing. Could you imagine had they done a sequel to the Fifth Element? I don't know why yeah. they never did. It could have worked Maybe. so well. I don't know, but the campiness yeah. in that movie—that's a camp movie. Yeah, but they can't really come back with anything from Luke Besson anymore because he is like kind of scorched earth. earth. Well, at the time, yeah. it wasn't the case, right? Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, Die Hard starts out immediately with um, the iconic John McClane. Uh, he is in a limo with a uh, uh, limo driver and he is on his way to Century City, California, and uh, where he is going to meet his estranged wife wife. Yes, uh, they uh, haven't seen each other in a while and they've got problems. But apparently he uh, she is um, she is a top level executive for a corporation that i still am very unclear on what they do i'm actually okay with not knowing what they do because it wasn't the point i didn't care we just knew that she was an executive and they worked she's serving executive realness too by the way with that haircut john those that blazer i can't stop thinking about how much aquanet was in that hair was it a perm or was it lots of curlers? John, you tell me. I couldn't because I also have those questions. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, who, who plays uh, Holly uh, Gennaro McLean? Tell me. Bonnie Bedelia. What a hot name alert, you guys. Bonnie Bedelia. Bonnie. Give me a break. Never trust a Bonnie, by the Welcome way. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> I did know a Bonnie, John, but I did trust a Bonnie, but she was okay. also a mess. <laughs> yeah, John, she was a mess. Bonnie Bedelia. But I loved her. BB. Bonnie Bedelia. Oh, are you Bees kidding? All the way. Welcome to the Bee-bee stage. Bedelia. Okay, but Bonnie Bedelia. Bee-bee. Was she in anything else? Or do we care? Uh, Die Hard 2. Oh, good. <laughs> Who did she play in Die Hard 2? Um, Not the Bonnie same character, Bedelia. right? No, she played, she played uh, someone else. Uh, a slightly younger version of Bonnie Bedelia. Oh. She played herself. Okay, good. <laughs> she probably it was, just she was a, a cameo. Yeah. So, but no, she uh, definitely uh, plays in. Uh, do, do, I want to get to the bottom of this. Okay. So she is like an 80s and 90s uh, gal. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. I know exactly what you mean. So she came up in uh, and, and during that time, sorry, I'm scrolling, 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 
scrolling. She, you know, she's just a working girl. So she's been working in the 80s and 90s, and that's cool for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's in anywhere but here. Oh, anything but that. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a, a one called a very famous one called Presumed Innocent. Nope, I never watched it. And her character's name is Barbara Sabich. What? (laughs) Bitch say what? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, She was in one called Fat Man and a Little Boy. So, no. Do you want to know what her character name was? Please tell me. Kitty Oppenheimer. John. Oh, that's a real person, by the way. Kitty Oppenheimer. So that was based yeah, on a true story. The Oppenheimer story. Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh, she was. These. We're in the 80s, by the way. So she was. Uh. Right before Die Hard, she did a little movie called The Stranger. Oh. I didn't watch that. Okay, and you want to know what her character name was? Please. Alice Kildee. Wait a minute. The 80s was wild. Hold up. So she had all the hottest names, though. Yeah, like this hot all around hot girling. Um, she was also in do 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 do. Uh, ooh, uh, in pursuit of treasure, the picture. Uh, oh, she goes back into the sixties. John, can you tell us what her most recent was, though? Ooh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. what was her most okay. recent role? Uh, her most recent role was. This year, uh, her uh, in the Noel Diary. No, well, she I has won't been. Be she has that. been working. She has been working every single year. Good for her, Bonnie Bedelia. Good for her. It's Bebe. Listen, her name carried her, and so did that hair. She floated on. I want to reach hair. out to her and get her. You know, she's like one of these actresses who has been in the Hollywood system machine forever. To the point that she has accrued quite a bit of wealth and status and respect around town. But she probably has some stories. John, you probably run into her at the grocery store down the street. Oh, you know who I uh, ran into on Thanksgiving? No, tell me. So I went to get... um, Did you go uh, to Gelson's? Yeah, I went to Gelson's because they have like... Every single day they roast an entire turkey. Oh, and like, I thought you were going to say a celebrity. That like celebrity yeah, roast They roast every a day. celebrity. Have a celebrity <laughs> roast. Somebody, when a celebrity rolls in, the person on the mic is like roasting yeah. them. It's in like the frozen food Wait, section. I love that. Okay, who did you run into though? ice cold. Oh. Um, anyway. <laughs> so uh, I, I ran into, uh, for any Game of Thrones fans out there. Not a single person likes that show, John. I do. <laughs> Nobody watched it. No, uh, it was very short lived. But uh, no, it was the it, from the original Game of Thrones cast. Which season is it? Is it season three or season four? Where Cersei like, sort of uh, sort of becomes like the main bitch. Oh, I can't remember with, with that with the whole dynamic with the whole shame thing. Oh, shame, the, shame, shame. Yes, who who was it? It was that season. It was the oh um oh not the Grand Meister, the High Sparrow. Are you kidding? You ran into no, the I'm High Sparrow. The High Sparrow. What was, was he doing? So, what was he buying? TV dinners. He was at the hu- no, oh. he was like he was doing like a quick Thanksgiving thing too as well. Like I was, which is what I was there for. I was there for like the the turkey thighs that they had like laid out in like this buffet style, um, and like. They were going fast. Like people show up for it. They have like stuffing. They got cream spinach, all the stuff. And like he was in there getting I can't remember exactly what he was getting, but he was at that um, that hot station, hot food station. And uh, I like that. Yeah. And I clocked him immediately. I like, I was like that. High, spa- high Sparrow. Did you? Were you like, I, I don't trust you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, you you preach a lot of goodness. But, but you're a terrible individual. I think you're very, very corrupted. And uh, so uh, and then I got out of there. But now I would have got also, right out of there to seeing him, you know. Yeah. I'm like, this place is going to blow. Yeah, this place. <laughs> <laughs> There's dragon fire underneath, oh, underneath under the Skelsons. Dragon fire. Yeah. No, thanks. Um, uh, yesterday I was on my run and in my little Los Feliz area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I passed Al Pacino and I swear to God, that's no lie. I believe you. But also it's so weird. 
It's very, very weird. It's so he was just weird like on a little just... exercise walk. And I was like, Ugh. what was he wearing? Just like Lululemon? your traditional old. Oh. <laughs> it was like kind of a Lululemon-y like, um, but it was like old person. He's like an elderly person. <laughs> now. Old person stuff. <laughs> old person stuff. It was like long sleeve, like tr- uh, track suit jumper thing. Dual Velcro and- shoes. Uh, you know what? The shoes had some had like a pop of red on there Uh-oh. and they were laces for sure. Oh, damn it. He can still lace his yeah. shoes. It looked yeah, <laughs> it looked like a rich person um, going on a walk. Garb. I like you know what I mean. Oh, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Very regular and uh, but like yeah. upscale regular. Yeah, like obviously I'm a millionaire. Like we're trying to. I am Al Pacino. I'm trying, but I'm also wearing my Golden Goose Deluxe. Right. It's like, oh wow, you're a long way from that hill you live on top of. How did you get here, sir? Right. I'm like, do you need to me to walk you home? Off. Honestly, you could have scored. It was kind of. He was sort of getting that. You could have scored a really nice job. Taking him up and down the hill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, back to Die Hard. Walker. Die Hard. How did we get to Gelson's? Who cares? Oh, man. We went. Bonnie Bedelia took us in directions. Bonnie Bedelia. So, Bonnie Bedelia's in this movie. So, we meet Argyle. (laughs) This is where we're at. So, Argyle, which, by the way, also a hot name. So, Bruce Willis gets off the plane and he's like, hey, I got to go to this Christmas party. And Argyle is this really cool dude, and he is the limo driver, and they are on their way to the Christmas party, and they're going to a high-rise. Is that where we're at now? We're at a high-rise. We're in a fancy, computerized office building, and it's very impressive. Super impressive. Whenever Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis like shows up to the reception, and he's like, where's Bonnie Bedelia? He really does. Um, he said, I need BB, my BB. <laughs> He's like, where's BB? <laughs> and then he's like, why don't you fucking tap this screen that's right in front of you? And then we get this really cool 1980s touch screen uh, <laughs> directory of the building. John, every bank screen still looks like that. When you are trying it, to pull money know, out of your bank out of the ATM, it still looks the same. Like you still have this much, much cash and like this much disregard to technology. Not stopped. It still looks <laughs> no. that way. Ugh. So anyway, uh, like where did where did the monthly service fees even go? John, I don't know. Up their own asses, probably. Yeah, to that crotchety old teller. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, which I love in banks, by the way. There's like a thousand um <laughs> teller stations, and only two ever working there. John, and not a single one of them knows how they got hired. Right. They're like, I don't they know. They walked Trust in and the money. person was like, we're hiring. When can like, you I think start? I've worked here forever. John, they don't even know when they started. I, they're probably just like, have I always been here? Dude, for real. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they were born in the vault. Uh, <laughs> they were birthed yeah. out of the vault. <laughs> I want to be born in a vault. Honestly, um, can we go uh, back and be born in a vault? That's kind of cool, though. That's a cool premise. No, but so. Anyway. Uh, so he uh, tracks her down. She's changed her name back to her maiden name, even though they're not officially divorced yet. Yeah. So he goes up to the Christmas party and it's an L.A. Christmas party. Someone gives him a we kiss on the drinks. cheek. Yeah. And he's like, Bleh. and then uh, it's just like background actors hamming it up. And um, he, uh, yeah, we, we cut into uh, this, this, uh, Oh, he's shown into an office where somebody's doing lines of coke. Yes, of course. And this guy is a total Chad. And Chad is doing cocaine <laughs> on uh, Bruce Willis's estranged wife's desk. For all of you out there, right. Bedelia, Bedelia. So she's a respected executive, but not that respected because well, she's still a woman. Yes, you can never be respected in the 80s as a woman, even though your nope. hair is so close to God. Crazy. So high, so high, so close to God. Um, but anyway, so while all this is going down, he's getting reacquainted with his estranged wife. He's there to like basically be a Christmas show up dad. He has a teddy bear he needs to get to his daughter. He hasn't seen him forever. Uh, but somehow he's still like Bruce Willis's character. Um, yeah. But anyway, so uh, he uh, 
Meanwhile, there is a very ominous looking truck on the way. And guess who's in it? John, none other than Professor Snape. Professor Snape is in there and he is. He's Wingardium Leviosing <laughs> all the he way. Is sass, he is maintaining the sass, the darkness, the rudeness oh, of Severus Snape. He is a literal Slytherin before he knew he was. I mean, he was born for that role. He really was. Alan Rickman, everyone. Rip Alan Rickman. Rip, for real, though. He plays Hugo As Boss. The, <laughs> yeah. the, he is uh, the iconic villain, uh, Hans Gruber. Oh, that's it. Because they are all German terrorists. And they lock down this, uh, this skyscraper in Century City. And which is a real the, the diehard building. Every single time we pass it in Century City on the way to appointments, it's always a thing that we point at like, oh, the diehard building. So I had seen the diehard building before I had even seen this movie. Can I tell you the only set I've ever been to was the exterior. It's always sunny in Philadelphia in L.A. <laughs> yes. in the worst place that you and I and Redacted went to. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually has a really cool neighborhood nearby that I didn't know about until like later oh damn well how yeah. next time next time next time but, oh uh, die hard so die hard so they lock this thing down they start taking hostages at this christmas party the christmas party is now a hostage but john mcclain he is um he is fully like in another room and he's like crap we got we got terrorists and i've got a gun because i am apparently some kind of a he's a police uh, officer everyone police officer but he's like with an edge he doesn't really do the law. He doesn't do he a does, whole. He does justice. He doesn't even do <laughs> shoes, everyone. He is shoeless. Right. He is out here and he is ready. He is ready. He is lurking in the vents, ready to kill some German terrorists. Yeah, lurking and smirking. Lurking and smirking and murking. And murking, which he didn't need a murkin at this point, but he was working on it. He was getting yeah, there. Yeah, pubic for everyone who doesn't know what a murkin is. Yeah, grow up. Yeah, grow up. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so he starts killing. He starts offing these terrorists, and then they he he. Uh, it's exposed that the terrorists are like, oh, there's somebody. There's somebody like killing us off here, and we got to take care of that. John, problem. they're so mad, but they keep that Christmas theme because the first terrorist he kills, he switches his sweatsuit, he spray paints or writes, um, "Now I have a machine gun." Ho 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 on it and he sends that terrorist down and he lets them all know guess what the first one's dead come and find me yeah because his wife estranged wife is at stake she's a hostage in this and john mcclain aka roy for all of you out there also i love al al is a police officer watch the movie you guys if you haven't you'll get it Good old al you know he was from the hit i loved family matters family matters was the best yeah, so he's the dad in Family Matters, and he has like kind of the most compelling character arc in this whole movie. Also, yes, John, we'll get to it. Can I tell you, as someone who's never watched this just like you, that was an amazing ending. That was a great ending. Because we'll it's like, who's there. the real hero? Right? Let yeah. me tell you. Because so as John McClane goes through his journey of like trying to kill terrorists and having some major setbacks along the way. Oh, just so many. He's uh, a shot. He they shoot out all this glass. They shoot so knowing much. Knowing that he has to walk on it to get away. And he yeah, does. John, he doesn't care. He said, you want to know what? Footprints in the sand. He said, God was there to carry me. That's how. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come because from? Because of footprints in the glass. Oh. So there we yeah, are. Yeah. I love it. Just, Was that, did you read that on a, like a framed uh, it, poster? Yep, in a doctor's office. I was just they, lurking around. Doc- they brought God into the doctor's office? That's science. Yeah, I know. Weird. Is, did you like not trust your doctor after that? Uh, John, Never. No, no. So anyway, I just wanted you all like the to doctor know. Just comes in. And he's like, you know what? I, I have a prescription for you. He said footprints <laughs> on the sand and he pointed up there. He's like, read that right there. That's your prescription. It's going to get you better. Yep. And then he handed me a bag full of Tic Tacs. And I was like, this is this will like, work. You know, if you pray over, if you pray over each Tic Tac before you take it, it's going to cure that cancer. Yep. 
Yep. That's how it worked. So yep, John McClane. $2,000. Yep, so John McClane and his tic-tac-toes walked across. <laughs> walked across the segways. The talent. God, there was so much, you guys. It was so crazy. I love us today. Me too, actually. We're really here for it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Christmas action movie Die Hard. Christmas uh, action movie Die Hard, John McClane slash Roy. Oh, but we were talking about Al. Al has a very good yeah. part at the end of this, but we're, you know, it's hard to really synopsize this because it's an action movie with a lot of people who die within yeah, it. I mean, the plot was, is these Germans hijacked this building because this Christmas party company floor there's they're trying to break into a huge vault for like 640 million dollars worth of bonds bonds which at the time treasures John, that's trinkets. a shitload of money uh yeah I mean even today that's a shitload of money but like that's a lot of money in the 80s that's a whole lot of cash that's a lot of cocaine going up that nose oh. I mean, could you imagine? I could actually. <laughs> so, so, um, and, uh, but, uh, but John McClane is having none of it and he's in for justice. He's a good guy. And, uh, but Al is like talking to him over the radio, being the cheerleader. If it wasn't for Al, I feel like John McClane's Christmas spirit would have dwindled to the point that he would have just given up. Hope. John, I thought the same. I was like, he's here. They're both having a conversation on this party line, which I loved that. They're just sitting here having a convo over these radios that even the yeah. killers can hear. I'm like, girl, work because they're like, they don't care who hears. No, they don't. And they're just making like a you want to listen. Go ahead. John, they were making a friendship over it. He said, you're from the streets, aren't you? And he said, you got flat feet. I don't get that part. Me neither. I don't understand the flat foot reference. I don't know. Maybe they're just like trying to build camaraderie or something like that. But I did enjoy it. So they basically fall in love. John, it was John McClane and, and Al. Al. <laughs> <laughs> we now pronounce you John McClane and Al. <laughs> yeah. It, so through a series of guns. And explosions. Guns and explosions. <laughs> uh, John McClane does save the day, but not after a bunch of FBI agents die in a helicopter explosion. John, they showed up and the FBI was done in three seconds. There was like how many agents there? Two and a half? Everybody who worked for like you could have been you could have gotten away with any crime on this Christmas Eve night in 1988. Because all of them were at this building in Century City. John, there wasn't a single police officer plus the FBI. There was only three FBI agents because they were all the other ones were all doing Christmas Eve. Yeah, like there. I mean, yeah, they were drinking uh, eggnog. You had the douchebag <laughs> who died in three seconds. He had like four words. Yes, yes, yes. He had four words. He didn't even get his SAG card. He didn't have enough words. <laughs> They're like, nope. <laughs> we're not paying you. They said, we're um, so sorry. You can't be union. You needed one more word. Yeah. What do they call that? Being Taft Hartley. Hollywood is so crazy. It's, I love it, but it is ridiculous. They, want, they desperately want you to be in union work only, but they do not accept new people ever. No, John, they are desperately seeking Susan, as you would say. Since you always say it, I've heard you say it so many times. I do. It's crazy. Madonna's wild. Yeah. So that's how Hollywood works. <laughs> you know what I want to see? I want to, you know what Die Hard is if we were to like draw some comparables? It is literally Rambo in an office building. Holy sh. Yes, it is. I was, I almost cussed, but I'm not going to. They right because this is a Christmas show. This is a Christian show. <laughs> it's a Christian. Uh, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, John McClane obviously saves all of the um, the hostages uh, who are like all wasted and on coke. And um, well, except for the one that actually was on coke, he got a bullet right through the forehead. Yeah, for lying. And so he is a big old he, liar. He draw okay, so there's this point on the roof out this window or whatever where Hans Gruber is about to fly out the window to his death, but he grabs BB's wrist. A Rolex, no mind, 
you know, and grabs her Rolex. He is dangling by, I was going to say Bridget by Bonnie Bedelia's Rolex luxury watch, (laughs) which I don't know if you were alive in the 80s, but Rolex was where it's at. We're like Omega who? John. Tag Heuer who? Rolex? Rolex. Rolex was the car phone for your wrist. If you had a car phone, you were rich. If you had a Rolex, you were rich, rich. Rich. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, yeah, so he is dangling, trying to take Bonnie Bedelia down with him. And it's so, so close and it's about to happen. But that Rolex slips totally off. And the look on Severus Snape's Professor Snape's face is iconic. John, can I tell you, no joke, yes. while he was falling down to his death. All I slow can, motion. Slow motion. But here's this. Okay. <clears throat> You have a gun right up in your hand, sir. You were going to kill someone else. You're falling to your death. Would you like your bones to crush those bullets? Or would you rather kill yourself on the way down? This is my question for you. Would you rather fall to your death knowing you're going to die, hit the ground or kill yourself before you hit the ground and save the excruciating pain in case you miraculously survive? Oh, no, there's that was too. That was too high of a fall. John. It was too high of a fall, but guess what? In real life, a girl has, and I, for real, she was skydiving. Her parachute did not deploy. She landed and survived the fall from a. Yeah, I'm probably going to have to shoot myself in the head. He had a full gun. He didn't kill himself, John. He let himself fall to the (laughs) ground. I would have pulled the trigger. Well, I mean, that's typical Hans Gruber. Right. Typical Hans. (sighs) Typical Hans. I mean, come on, Hans. Hans, come on. Hans. No, he can't kill himself because he's too much of like a narcissistic, like terrorist guy. Yeah. Uh, so he's like holding out for like that faint glimmer of hope. Yeah. That he won't actually die. Die whenever he hits the ground. Yeah. Um, Did you see that? Which is why he's in the sequel. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, do you see them receipts flying out of his pockets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he, uh, yeah, so Hans Gruber falls to his death. Everybody is saved and they are having a joyous Christmas time down among all the other uh, people. Uh, the, just being like, you know what? We're safe. We survived the thing. But one of the henchmen, one of the, John. the blonde, the white haired German henchman, he Draco Malfoy's who, dad. Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Carl. And he's played by Alexander Godunov. Oh. Wait. Yeah. And I like how guttural that name is. Go Godunov. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he's uh what you would think he looks like. He is and actually. He, he pops up from the dead and he start tries to uh, shoot John McClane last minute and everybody's screaming, but then a gun goes off and he gets and takes out Carl. And then we're like, oh, wait, John McClane just saved the nope. It was Al. We knew. We knew it was going to be Al at the end of the day. It's kind of an epic superhero. I mean, like a hero shot whenever they cut to the the smoking gun barrel and then they like rack focus out and reveal that it was him. Also, what was the F stop on that lens? Because the bokeh was amazing. Oh, no, they they pulled focus, hunty. John, it was so good. It was just on that gun. And then I'm saying that was like probably a one point two for those of you out there who care. I know, ex- <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking you about. And I'm glad you made that point. A very astute, um, undeniably true because I checked it in the facts in my brain. Uh-huh. And I know that it's very accurate. Yeah, what you're saying. Uh-huh. Thank you. So. <laughs> They really, they don't want you to know at that point who did it. Mm-mm. But then That's why guess what? Focus. Al did it, everyone. Al. Yeah, because he becomes in focus. He does. Do you see where we're going with <laughs> this? Everyone, can we get in focus? Because we're struggling. It's a reveal John, of what tea are you who drinking? fired the gun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pre-workout. Oh, it is? I'm going to work out after this. No, you're not. 
<laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so that's Die Hard. And then um, it is Christmas and he gets to spend Christmas with his family. Yep, he does. And oh, also, we forgot to mention Argyle. He got his moment, too, which I was so happy about. The limo driver. Oh, yeah. He like uh, he thwarts part of the terrorist plot he- by ramming the... Um, limousine into a truck oh, no their getaway ambulance their getaway ambulance which yeah. by the way brilliant no one's gonna stop an ambulance no one's gonna but argyle will so i but liked it didn't all really of look that. like a real ambulance no, it looked like it. a toy car it looked fake it did yeah it was like oh that's not suspicious is that what ambulance vehicles used to look like i don't think so I have that thing no was really cl- small it was very weird like a clown car version of an ambulance. I've been in a clown car, John, and they, they're not very that was big. A, that was a VW bus spray <laughs> painted with the word ambulance John, on it. Honestly, it did look like a VW. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a German vehicle, so it fits in. Oh, Hans Gruber. It fits in with the whole theme, everyone. Yeah. Um, okay, so question for you. Sure, Travis. I love questions. Whenever. Yeah, me too. <laughs> So every single time all of these German terrorists started speaking in German, did you did you have the thought like I did where I'm like, Boner? were they just oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you like, oh, they're just making up. They're just speaking gibberish in a German accent and like a stereotypical German accent. Do you think that's what they were doing? I have no clue. But for real, because it was the 80s in Hollywood. Well, can I tell you right now that. I always watch my movies with subtitles and there were moments when it would say speaking German. That's all I would say. Yeah. There wouldn't be anything else. So I was like, well, because they didn't put subtitles in the actual thing to translate. No. It was just people speaking in German, which is with, guns. yeah, which is why I was like, Hmm, I <laughs> alternate title. People speaking, speaking German, German with guns. guns. <laughs> Wait, do you know? Okay, and I know you know this. There are in other countries, they change the title of movies so that it appeals to people. That was the German title. That probably was the German title. And which, which is what Hans Gruber translates and to. It translates to riding in cars with boys. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I would say... Um, what? That's basically the movie. That is the movie. So did you want to talk about other iconic scenes that you liked? OK, there are actually surprisingly enough. I will say this. This movie holds up. It does. I have fully did not go into this movie. A, I did not go into this movie thinking I would like this movie. B, no, this movie yeah. is from 1988. You can trust that most movies from the 80s might not hold up, but they're <laughs> yeah. going to be fun to watch. Also, the hair in this movie the hair was so big. I it was like, oh, I mean, the 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 German henchmen like they had they had long flowing locks conditioned. It was it was great. John, I couldn't believe it wasn't butter. Yeah, it was like it was it was blown <laughs> out. <laughs> it was so soft. It was, it was even Hans Gruber had, had like the shorter haircuts. But it was still like very much like parted looked, and feathered. Yes, it looked good. <sighs> yeah, a little uh, salt and pepperiness in there. Alan Rickman, I mean, come on, sit on his face. More like Alan Dickman. Right. <laughs> but this is a family show. It isn't. <laughs> um, so, and also, oh, gray sweatsuit guy. John. Who doesn't love a gray sweatsuit? They said gorgeous. Um, he was the first. He was the first one to die. VPN, everyone. Oh, for no, sure. VPL. Like, yeah. So he's like he's like one of the computer hacker genius guys, but also dangerous. Super tall, super fit. Uh, they killed the hottest like, one first, which like why? He had like he had those it was that mushroom bowl cut. The mushroom. Yes, uh, of course. I remember cut. that one. Which was cool. I mean, that that was doing it for me with those big giant glasses. John, they kept Neanderthal Carl alive longer than the hot one. It was crazy. Whatever. I mean, it was it was the 80s. It was the 80s. The gaties, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Watch out. Mm. Oh, my goodness. We have. Sorry, my throat was so dry. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I liked it. I thought it was really good. Oh, the director, by the way, John McTiernan. Wait, how much did this movie cost to make? By the way, we didn't get into thousand dollars. Oh, 
<laughs> it was like IOUs or what? Yeah, it was done completely on uh, miniatures, um, <laughs> which are actually very expensive. So. Yes, I know, because they have to literally make a miniature version of a real scale version. Which is weird. I know, which they did. They used a miniature in the in the what when the helicopter, helicopter scene? explosion. I thought so. Yeah, it looks like a miniature, but you know, but they good. also did a it good was job. 80s. It didn't actually, to me, it didn't really look like a miniature, but I was like, it has to, it be. has to be because they're not going to blow up a full building. Yeah. But this movie cost $28 million. Wow. That seems like not in a lot, but in the eighties, that's a shitload of money. I think with inflation, it's kind of a lot, but I mean, I mean, it's sort of a contained movie if you think about it. I mean, it did take place in literally like yeah. one soundstage and then an exterior. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not. Yeah. So, but it does have like big explosions, real helicopters. The pyrotechnics are expensive too. Yeah. And like also that hair real costs a lot. <laughs> the hair and makeup budget alone, honey. Uh, <laughs> the shoulder pad department listen, was expensive. Listen, it was, I'm listening. I know it was. I am listening, and I hear it, mm-hmm. and I appreciate. Did you it. hear the hair crunching? Come on, oh, yeah. the crunch. Could you? Uh, the I mean, crunch of Bedelia. Let's talk about the product placement. Why was there crunch bars in this movie? A crunch bar? Okay, because that's when that's the time in movie theaters where you're like watching the movie theater movie. And it looked like he and was you're like, oh, I want a crunch bar. And it was a it was a big one. Too. John, why was he at a concession stand? He was just hungry. No, he literally was at a concession stand. The guy with the AK-47 <laughs> was at a concession. Where did that come from? A. B, he picked a crunch bar, which I was like, girl, there are way better treats sitting in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> but also uh, Coca-Cola makes a very big uh, statement. Yes, here. right before um, What's-His-Face has his brains blown out. Yes, yes, yes. Eli, um, his name was Eli, right? Probably. That's a pretty douchey right. name. So let's just Coked go. Out do- baby doll with shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Coked uh, out baby doll with shoulder pads <laughs> coming this year. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stage or what? <laughs> uh, he had like he had like that very 80s uh uh, facial hair look John you know what I mean he looked like full beard and mustache can we talk about how like, he looked just like the one that was in the Kardashians what's his name ooh. the one that was married to Courtney his name escapes oh. me I don't know the the one you know who I'm talking about I haven't watched Everyone, I don't watch that write show write us an email and tell us who I'm talking about because I can't remember Drop it in the comments below. Yes. Leave a review and tell us what that is. Yeah. Um, but no, I like this movie and I feel like. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, you know what? They don't make them like this anymore. John, please. I thought the same thing. Because they made them like that for a very long time. They did. Look at True Lies. It's, it's such a, yeah, and it's such like a made fun of thing with like explosions. No. Nope. Explosions. They give you everything Guns. you want. But here's the thing, though. Despite it having full explosions, this movie was actually written pretty decently, despite all of the things that don't (laughs) happen. Listen, it's an action movie. okay? hear me out, everyone. An action movie is going to follow the exact same guidelines as it does in every other movie. That's why people go to them just with different names, different setting. But I will say, as far as this movie goes. Sure, it's probably one of the better written, which I think People probably followed a format from Die Hard because yes. it is easy to watch. This and that is very, very is true. So entertaining from point A to point Z. I wasn't bored once. Yeah, Not I know, right? And like one time. There were there were points where I was just like, wait, what's going on? And I was like, I don't care. It doesn't matter because something else is gonna happen. Yeah, and there's like techno a technology in this movie that never existed and will never exist and is completely specific to this movie about how the safe works. And you know what? The the guy drilling it is just like he's gonna tell me exactly what's going on in a very small amount of words, and I'm gonna just go with it. 
He's just like, he was like, oh man, the, the 13th valve is just shut down on us. And the whole thing went down over it. I'm like, okay, cool. Setback. Awesome. Yeah, I believed clear, it. Loud I, and clear. I don't know. Roger how, that. J- 10 right? John, I don't know how a safe works. So guess yeah, what? Me neither. The whole time I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Cool. Um, you are, you are my shepherd. You are my Lord shepherd. And savior. Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> you're, you are, you are an adult baby Jesus who knows more than me. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it back to God. Christmas. Oh <laughs> yeah. They are the three wise men in a manger with an adult baby Jesus. I love that. Yeah. Also, could you imagine an adult baby Jesus? An adult baby Jesus? <laughs> I think that's a kink probably for someone, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, if you guys are looking for a Christmas movie, I'm going to go ahead and out of 10. Um, wait, wait, wait. Out of 10. Mm, mm, there's so much to choose from. What do we do out of 10? Perfectly. Out of 10, mm-hmm. Huh. Out of 10 long flowing 80s hairstyles. Not even long. Permed. Permed. Quaffed. Any of it. Feathered. Feathered. That's a uh, good one. Even, even an under curl uh, in, in your, uh, your mushroom cut. John, it was so- Oh, I love that 80s mushroom cut. I was like, where so have you been my entire life? Yep. So out of 10 hair, out of 10 giant hairdos. I'm going to, and I'm not joking. I'm actually going to give this movie a 10. Oh, nice. I'm actually going to give this movie a 10. And here's why. Because I never thought in a million years I would watch this movie. Second. You managed to go 36 years without it. Second. I didn't think I would enjoy this movie. Me neither. I was just like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm like into this. John, I... I was into everything. Like whenever they cut away to Al, like in the Seven Eleven, I was like, I want to be in the Seven Eleven. Dare I say it? I think I might love Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) Well, join like the millions of people who love this movie. And if you're a youngster and you have, and you know, you mustn't have heard of this movie. It's a you've absolutely heard of it. Um, and but you haven't seen it. Uh, treat yourself this holiday season to an unexpected Christmas movie. And you can you can laugh at the 80s of it all at the same time. The 80s-ness is part of the entertainment. The charm, too. dude. The charm. They don't shy away from the 80s of it. No. And the Christmas jokes, too, that they make. He is like, we need a miracle. And then uh, Professor Snape's like, well, this is the season for miracles. And they get one. He that's right. He does say they that. Get a miracle, John. It's you get, so cheesy, but like you get the you get the cringeworthy one liners that other lesser action movies try and fail at. But this manages tonally to work. John, I truly feel like action movies after this came out were like, we have to follow what they did. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, also. I have to. Okay, Bruce Willis's acting ability is not the best in the entire world. He's an action person. Good for him. He's an action person. He does try to do acting in this movie. And this was the the perfect vehicle for him because it's not he's he's just a weird actor. Like he acts weird. John. And it it was believable. Right. Because he's like the whole time. Yeah. But the but who's really delivering the acting that people wanted to see in a movie for this is Alan Rickman. He is drama, full drama, mellow drama. He is serving the face. He is he's serving he, style. He has and he, a suit. he gets he understands the assignment of this movie. I actually del- love this. He movie. wasn't afraid to go over the top with his mm-hmm. villain. And that's why he is an iconic Hans um, Gruber. Every person in this movie knew what this movie was. Yeah, it is a not serious action movie, uh, but it still tr- attempts to pull at your heartstrings, but not for too long. It pulls at them, but in the weirdest way, like you're glad that the husband, you're glad that um, you're glad that John McClane 
and uh, BB are back together, but also the love story between him and Al is the best thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like they basically formed a thruple after that Dude, no joke. Their friendship between this is amazing, (laughs) dude. Yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah, ten. I hope they. I hope they still correspond. Ten. So ten for you. I would say out of ten, uh, very sharp shoulder pads. I would have to give this. It's an eight for is me. Is it okay? It's an. But that's still really good. That is actually like, no. It's really good. I'm yeah. giving it a ten only because like. I just I mean, can't it's believe my, it. It's. I mean, it, out I of would have to movies? say it's my. No, my Christmas movies. This is probably my favorite unless I'm missing one out there somewhere. Um, You know what, though? Oh, you know, that is hard to compare because I think one of the best Christmas movies and you all can just F right off if you don't agree. <laughs> it's totally fine. This is my opinion. I love the family stone. Huh? I love the family stone as far as a Christmas. Well, that was an interesting. Um, wait a wrap up this podcast yeah but we're talking about <laughs> die hard so if we're comparing <laughs> the two they're not the same thing the family stone yeah the family stone oh you didn't like that movie you didn't like it it's totally fine it's totally fine it's totally cool it's fine. i'm it's just okay. kidding with you i'm it's kidding. okay it's sarah to just giving you Parker's a hard time. best work um sjp <laughs> no i'm so sorry to derail us we do jump the tracks here everyone <clears throat> Yeah, but I I liked it. I, I think you do yourself a favor this holiday season. Rent or buy Die Hard. Don't buy it. It's not it's not really streaming anywhere, but rent it. It's streaming uh, on your stars. Library. If you have stars, which <sighs> literally oh, no one does. Who has stars, dude? Jeez, I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, if you're like subscribed to like stars plus or whatever and you're rich like that. You can stream it on stars right now. Um, otherwise, you can rent it anywhere and everywhere. I did mine on Voodoo. I love that platform. I did mine on Amazon because I forgot that John and I don't share a Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Voodoo. Not a <laughs> uh, something with the babe. I forgot about that. So whoops. Yeah. The babe with the power of voodoo. Yeah. Hoodoo. So basically, love, oh, watch this movie, everyone. Uh, yes, watch it right now. And uh, you know what, Travis? What? I'm going to have to see you at the movies. Mm-hmm. Roll the credits. Um, you big old aquanetted, perfect hair and sharp hair padded 10 of a movie. But did that work? Was that fine? Bonnie Bedelia. <laughs> <laughs>